Love Talk Radio. Earth Angel Radio is the authentic radio for living an authentic life, sharing with you the heart of a richer and fuller life with divine guidance. Earth Angel Radio is here to share with you the wisdom of the ages from all dimensions, bringing you a greater understanding to a more conscious way of living. Well, hello. Um, sorry about that. I guess I uh, accidentally cut off my uh, introduction and promotion here. Uh, welcome to Enlightened Masters Radio here on Earth Angels Radio. I'm your host, Carol Guy. Uh, I apologize for that. All of a sudden, I just heard blank. It went off. So, um, I hope everyone's having a fabulous Friday. It's October already. Can you believe that? This is my month. It's my birthday month, so I, it's always exciting. Plus, I, there's so many other people I know that uh, have birthdays at this t- uh, month, too, which is kind of exciting, too. One of the uh, uh, people that, uh, well, several, I um, my granddaughter had her birthday this week, and uh, my one of my best friends had his birthday on the 8th, and Louise Hay, if anybody is familiar, I'm sure all of you, a lot of you are that are listening to this, uh, that uh, she wrote uh, How to Heal Your Body, How to Heal Your Life, and she has Hay House uh, publications, Hay House Radio, lots of different things there uh, that she has built over the years of her life, and she turned 89, and I saw a picture of her on Facebook um, you know, I've seen pictures, but I saw a recent one uh, just, just hit this morning about with uh, uh, Greg Brayton and how young she looks, how wonderful she looks, and how real she looks. And it's all due to a healthy lifestyle of consciousness, of meditation, learning to be still, cleaning out the inner self, and opening up the heart and how magnificent she looks. And in fact, I had seen a, just a, about a month ago or a few weeks ago that when she you know still 88 that she just entered a new relationship so how awesome is that and it, it definitely shows that you don't need all this other stuff because uh, if you follow up anything with louise hay you'll see that she lives a very conscious living and that's what it's all about is being con- have a conscious life and like conscious living and you can you don't need all these products you don't need all this stuff that people are doing nowadays. So, uh, so we'll just send her a wonderful birthday. Uh, a little late, but uh, that was just yesterday, so it's all good. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, let's do our our routine, our ritual that we do here now. That uh, is so so important, and that is taking our breath before we get started. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the breath to the today and a few other things that I've been asking I always ask right before the show is what are we talking about because I don't plan anything and so a few topics have popped up and so let's uh but let's take those breaths breathing in and out through your nose take a deep breath in put it out through your nose why do we do the breath in and out through our nose that is the way if you not see a newborn baby, that's how a newborn baby breathes. Not through its mouth yet. When we breathe through our mouth, it's gasping for breath. But when we let it out, we make the sound of ah. Let's take another deep breath. Out through your nose. Now that we've taken a couple of deep breaths, look, before we take a more let's let's set up our intention. What what we would like this breath and want this to get out of this show, something that we may need or something that we have been curious about or are looking for an answer for. So set your intention as you breathe in and exhale out. You know, as you're breathing out through your nose, when you take that deep breath, you can still make, you can still feel that sound of awe. As, as you exhale out. And let's do just one more, setting that attention and taking a deep breath in, connecting with your source, connecting with all of life, the life force energy. And breathe, exhale out. So you still get that kind of that sound of awe 
as you're exhaling out. It's just the like it's the, it's the way the body wants to to react is oh, just relaxing, releasing, releasing, and celebrating the breath of life. Because what I was going to say is the breath of life. We you know this show is called Enlightened Masters Radio, and you know even in Jesus and Buddha and um, St. Francis and all our great saints, Gandhi and them, one of the things that I think that Bold Miss didn't quite understand is that they were actually teaching you to connect with the breath of life. Because without that breath, you're not living. You're not here. You, you may be still be moving and going through life, but you're, you're, you're cutting off that breath. Just like I was mentioning with the newborn baby, when a newborn as first newborn baby comes into this world, it is breathing in, inhaling and exhaling out its nose. It's not gasping for breath, for uh, air through its mouth. It's, it's, it's breathing. It's letting that life force energy flow through it. And that's what the breath is. Like I said, the, the Light and Masters Radio, this is what it's called, it's Light and Masters Radio. We think, okay, then let's get into lighten. You know, what's the path to enlightenment? Many people are seeking that. I never seeked it, not in this lifetime. It seeked me. It, it was just my journey to open up and to understand what this is. And we think, you know, it's all these different things, which there is a lot to it on this path, as, as you go on this path. But the most important part of it is, is the breath of life. When you can connect with the breath of life, really, truly get connected. Let that life force energy flow through your body. And ah, that's through the mouth. Or you can go, you can still make that, ah, you still get that vibrational sound as you, ah, the body releases through the nose. It's when we breathe through the mouth is when we we end up getting a lot of diseases. We 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 uh, gasp for air. We're gasping for life. We don't need to. It's simple. It's simple. And the more we work on, you know, that word work, I'm still working to release that. See, uh, that word, that word. We don't have to work. We just have to learn to be with the breath of life. Okay, and for me, that's still in my vibrational energy field is the word work. And I have been doing everything of being to get rid of that word because it isn't work. It's learning to be, just be. And because how come that word's still in my uh, um, DNA? My Because it's been programmed there. That's what we have been programmed with for many lifetimes, for many generations. And that's what this world knows, is to work. And when we can really connect, and that's what it is too, is connecting, being, instead of working. And I guess that needed to come up for me because that is something that I am uh, still releasing it within my vibrational energy is that word, that vibration of work, because we think it's work. We think that the path of enlightenment is work. And when we still carry that vibrational energy in our field, it is. It is. And we are going to go through lots of different things. Is it fun sometimes? Is it like a horror movie sometimes? <laughs> is it a struggle sometimes? Is it joyful sometimes? We get to have a little bit of experience of all of it. And why is that? Why is it still horrible? Why is it still, um, you know, um, hard work why is that why is that because that's still in our vibrational energy field and we have to get past all the junk we have to really get clean out the junk and even as you clean out clean out clean out you don't know you know how much i have done to clean out clean 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 that's the inner cleaning but there's still things that are still attached of that's like I call them, I've been calling them for years, there's little, you see the little dust bunnies running across the floor or you see the little cobwebs up in the corners are hanging from the lights, you know. And those are the things that we, it still shows us that we still have a little bit more cleaning to do. And you never know what will creep in because, you know, something, sometimes we clean, 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 and we feel like, wow, and we're, we feel light and we feel joyful, we feel happy, but then we allow things in. 
that's us being a gatekeeper of allowing those things in, those little cobwebs, those little dust bunnies. And sometimes it could be more trash, you know, that, oh, there it is, you know. And we have to go down into the dungeons of ourselves. We have to go up in the attics of ourselves. And sometimes those can be scary. If uh, It depends on what's up there, what's down there. And But if you have the the connection of the breath of life and learn to breathe, you'll breathe right through it. And you'll see that it's all an illusion. It's all an illusion of, just we're down in the dungeons. We thought that um, we we had the, up in that attic, you know, what's up in the attic? What's in those closets? You know, but once we open it up and we're breathing, we're connecting to our life with our breath, we're relaxed. And we flow more easily through those things that's inside of us than what we originally thought. And that's, I guess that's the topic. I was asking, what's the topic? You know, lots of different things came to me, and but it doesn't really come to me until I open my mouth. Until I open my mouth and I start doing the show, and I guess it's about work. I guess it's still about work. We are working too hard at everything, everything. We're working way too hard with all of our life. We think that it has to be hard work. And really the path of enlightenment is easy, breezily, and effortlessly. It's connecting with that breath of life. And when we learn to just stop and learn to be, you know, I want to give you an example. This past week, I've I've been doing a cleanse. I um, I I do cleanses every, you know, so often, but it had been quite a while before I, since I had done a real cleanse, and um, I I just knew that I needed to get the toxins that were in my body because, you know, food leaves a lot of residue. We we. Our world is a, an addict for food. I don't care if you are in the health business and you're very healthy, 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 and you're weightlifting or bodybuilding or, or if you're just laying on the couch. Our world is revolved around alcohol and it's revolved around um, food. You know, yes, there is still cigarette smoking and marijuana is becoming a big, huge thing. And yes, did I get high when I was younger? Absolutely. But I left that years and years and years ago. And what I'm seeing now is the young people are all going forward because, and we're trying to legalize it and all that, but they don't realize what I have learned over the years is when you do these kind of things, it tears holes in your, uh, in your, uh, aura into your energetic field and that's when different entities and different things come in but our world is really we're addicts for food the whole world is an addict for food okay and so i knew that there was some toxins in my body that i needed to release so this past few days i have been doing a cleanse and uh it was really really a struggle this time was so much harder than any other time. Usually after I get past the second or third day day of a cleanse, I'm crystal clear sharp. I'm really um, have a lot more energy. Everything, you know, my body adapts. But by the fifth day, I mean, I was really struggling. I was working hard at staying on this cleanse. And then I stopped myself and I realized what am I doing what am I doing right now? I'm working too hard at this cleanse right now. And my body is, it's not time for my body to release absolutely everything. What I knew was that anything that I have ever done, when it's time and when it's, when it's right in alignment, it's easy, briefly, and effortlessly. When I gave up meat, which has been about 18, almost 20 years ago, I just got up one morning and said, I don't want it anymore. There was no struggle. There was no planning. There was no saying, I'm going to do this. And and there was no work at it whatsoever. I just got up and said, wow, I don't want meat anymore. And it was done. It was over. It was over. I was over it. And I haven't turned back and, and I haven't had any since. Never craved it. Never wanted it. No, nothing. When I've done cleanses before, like I said, after the first and second days, by the third day, I'm usually crystal clear sharp. I'm not craving. I'm feeling energetic. I feel alive. I feel good. But this time, it was hard work. 
I was working hard at it to stay on it and forcing myself to do it. And it's like, and then I finally realized, stop yourself. You're working too hard at this. Whenever I uh, quit alcohol, you know, uh, yes, I, I I wasn't an alcoholic whatsoever, you know, but I, I partied a lot when I was younger. I partied a lot, you know, and then over the years, and it just got to be, you know, every once in a while, maybe on weekends, just like most pe- a lot of people. And then it got, as I started in the fitness world, I realized that I couldn't really drink and, and weight lift and, and uh, work the, the way I was doing it then. So, uh, and then when I stepped on the spiritual path, I had, my channels were so open, I couldn't drink. Uh, uh, One sip of wine would send me to another, just really miss up my whole channels because I was too clear. My body and my uh, uh, etheric body, all of me was completely opened and cleaned. And so I had to, I quit. I quit, quit, quit. So, um, when I did it, it wasn't hard at all. I just got up and said, you know, I don't want it anymore. Just don't want it, you know. And then the last couple of years, I've I've done a little bit of social drinking with friends and people. And then I was in a relationship, and he was an alcoholic. And I drank a little bit, but I w- I didn't realize he was an alcoholic until later. And then I didn't want it. <laughs> and then even after we we separated, I just decided I don't want this. This is not who I am. This is not it. And it wasn't hard whatsoever. It was easy, briefly, and effortlessly. So what I real, when I realized this past week that I was working really, really hard on this cleanse to stay on it, that this wasn't the time. I was working too hard. And when you're working too hard at anything, then it's not, it's not going to happen. It, you're going to be struggling. You're going to be fighting it. You're going to be miserable. You're going to have a lot of things happen, and it's not going to be. And I, so the moment I came to that realization, wait a minute, you're working too hard at this. This is not how it's supposed to be. So guess what? I, I, I broke my cleanse, you know, not hard, not, you know, it was easy. And I felt so much better. Oh, my gosh, instantly, you know, just go one little morsel of food. And I was like, oh, uh, boom, done. It was over. And I realized that it was the realization that I was working too hard at it. And that's that what a lot of, I guess, I guess that's what needed to be talked about today is that this path of enlightenment or whatever you're seeking in life, whatever path you're on, you're working too hard at it. Maybe that's why this, what the, the thing is. You're working too hard. And that's when we have to stop and we have to step back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, because that's not it. When Whatever needs to come to us, whatever whatever path we're on, whatever we're seeking, it's easy, breezy, and effortlessly. Anytime I'm doing manifesting things, which we're manifesting 24-7, whether we realize it or not, that things come to me when I just let go and I don't think about it, and it's easy, breezy, and effortlessly, and it comes to me like unbelievable. But when I'm working and I'm attached to it and I'm just working, working, working at it, it doesn't come. I'm pushing it away and I'm struggling and I'm fighting. And that's not the path of enlightenment. That's the path that of struggle. That's the old path. When we come to that realization, wherever you're at on your path right now, whatever's going on in your life, are you working too hard at it? Because I know I was this past week with this cleanse. Because I was like, by the third day, I was like, wait a minute, why am I not feeling any better? Why am I not, you know, feeling crystal clear? And the more I wanted, was working on trying to be crystal clear and clearing out these toxins, the worse it was. The worse it became. And then until I came to that realization and I was sitting there uh, on my fifth day, it was late in the evening, it was like nine-ish. And I'm like, what are you doing? What am I doing? That's exactly what I was doing. Doing. I was doing. Not being. Not being with the cleanse. Not being with myself. Not being in the process. I was doing it. I was doing it. I'm going to do it. What is that? What is the Nike thing? Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Okay? That's not it. It should be it. We should, we should put a new slogan out there for Nike. Just be it. Be it, be it, be with the cleanse, be what you want to be, be with it, be with it. It's so hard. You know, um, we have been programmed 
for, okay, if it doesn't work one way, what do you do? You keep working at it. You keep working at it. You keep working at it. You keep pushing that door open. You keep pushing that door. That's not it. I learned years ago if something, if I if I try something two or three times and it's not happening, then step back. It's not it. That's not the what. That's not my path. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. That's not who I'm supposed to be being. Because I keep doing, and yes, I'm still learning a different language. Okay, I'm still learning this new language of light, the language of love, the language of that's of the, getting rid of these old uh, words that have different vibrational energies. The, those are old patterns. Those are, that's an old language, and. Um, so yes, I am uh, learning a new, still learning my new language. But uh, the path of enlightenment is easy, breezy, and effortlessly, honestly. So at anything that you're doing right now, stop. If it's hard work, if you're struggling, stop. Just take a stop. Stop. Connect with that breath of life. Whatever it is you're trying to manifest in your life, stop. Stop. Because like I started to say, is that if I knock three times do something three times, two or three times, and those doors aren't open. I'm still struggling. I'm still working hard. I'm still pushing. Guess what? Step back. Stop. Stop yourself. Reconnect. And how do you reconnect? With the breath of life. Taking those deep breaths. Breathe in and exhale out. And if you do that a few times, stop and connect with your breath. That's the easy breezy part and that's when answers come in that's when you can see clearly that's when you know wait a minute what am I doing I'm doing something I'm pushing this is not supposed to be this way even a cleanse is supposed to be easy breezy and effortlessly when it's in the when you're it, you're on the right path for it and I wasn't I wasn't I was trying something that wasn't where I was meant to be at right now. That wasn't supposed to be. Okay, yes. Did I release some toxins? Yes, I did. I did. And the toxins was what? Stop what I'm doing. Reconnect. And breathe. You can see, wait a minute. I'm working too hard. I am working too hard. We are not meant to work too hard. Do you see birds outside flying around? Do they seem to really work to fly? No, they don't. Do they work for their food? No, they don't. They might look cute and flip their wings at you, or they might they may go hunting, but they're not working too hard. You know, I, I live here at the ocean, and I see the pelicans outside, out there sometimes out in the water, and they, they're flying around, and all of a sudden they dive down into the water. They may get a fish, or they'll sit there. They'll just sit and float for a while until they see their, see their next meal. See where the, their next path. See where they're supposed to go next. You know, I saw. Uh, I was trying to. Uh, I wanted to. I should I say wanted? Like I said, I'm still learning a new language. I was uh, walking home this morning, and uh, there was this big puddle of water, and probably ten birds in there just taking a bath, flipping their wings. Uh, what I was wanting to do was take a picture of them, but it didn't happen. And I just watched them. They were here. They needed a bath. So there they was. The water was provided. It was fresh water because they, you know, they're birds. They didn't, they, 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 these were little like sparrows or something. They didn't need um, the salt water like the pelicans did. So they, here they are. They're just taking a bath, easy, breezy, effortlessly, you know, playing in the water. It was great. It was great. And that leads me to one of the topics we, uh, I thought we were going to talk about was the animals. Pay attention to the animals. You know, we, there's been a lot. Have you noticed on Facebook how there's a lot about dogs? People are really getting into their, their, their dogs, their kitty, their kitty cats, their, their domestic animals, how they, um, they're really, really connected. Why is that? Why is it? Because the animals are pure love. They don't have a bunch of garbage and junk inside of them. You know, what is your animals doing all day? They're sleeping. You think, oh, that's just an animal's life. They don't make, you know, if they, I get to have to buy the food and blah, blah, blah. Well, the animals are, have what? 
What do they have that you don't have? Trust and faith. Because see, that animal, your animal, your babies, your four-legged little baby, your kitty cat or your dog, or maybe you have birds in your house, or you might have fish. They trust you to take care of them. They trust you that you're going to provide for them. They trust you, just like the birds and the pelicans. They trust that their meal is going to be there. They trust that they're going to be able to take a bath. They trust 100. That's why they can relax. That's why the animals relax in life. They're connected to life. They breathe. They just relax. Your animal, your baby knows that you're going to come home and you're going to feed them. They know when dinner time is because they know you're going to be there. That's the thing that we don't have. We don't have faith and trust. Not fully, not 100%. We say we do, but when, when, when the challenges come, guess what? What happens? Man, that thing, that's the first thing that goes out the window. And we may hang on to it. We may say, oh, you know, everything will work out. But it's what's going on inside of us, the worry, the worry. We may smile on the outside. We may say, you know, everything's going to work out. I know it. But do you really? What's inside of you? that may, what, Maybe you have it. Maybe you have trust and faith. But maybe there's a little bit of a dust bunny that you still feel inside. The animals don't do that. They don't do that. They relax. They relax. You know, even the even the wild kitty cats around here, they just chill out. During the day, they're chilling, you know. Now, can you go to your job and chill out? No, probably not. But you will. You can relax a little bit and enjoy that job. Relax that the money's going to be there. Relax that the food's going to be there. Relax that the mortgage is going to be taken care of. Because the more we relax, we open up ourselves to trusting and having faith like the animals do. I mean, fully, because we've got to clean ourselves out to get to that where the animals are. The animals have faith. The animals pay attention, you know. Even out in the wild, they're just grazing. They're just, you know, is there danger out there for them? Yeah, you know, a zebra's going to, you know, if they sense that there's a lion around, or tiger around, guess what? They're going to be, they're, they're, they're senses. So you have to learn to connect. Till you learn to relax and have faith and have trust, your senses are, dull, are dulled. <laughs> they're not sharp. They're not sharp. And so, yes, the zebra all of a sudden senses that there's a lion in the area. Guess what? They're going to pay attention. They're going to be aware of danger. And that's when you, okay, but see, we, they, they trust in their instincts. Well, we don't. We don't trust in our instincts. We think that, okay, you know, someone's smiling at me. Let's go with relationships. Let's use relationships. We meet somebody, you know, and I've done it over and over and over and over. And we, we think, okay, we're in a relationship. You know, we meet somebody. They smile at us. They, they seem to be really nice. Wow, you know. And the first thing we go to, what's the very first thing we go to when we meet somebody? Wow, is it maybe this is a potential romantic relationship? Or maybe this is a potential business partner? Or maybe our, our minds start going in that direction. When really it's not. If we pay attention and, and we're completely open, we'll see that those, maybe that's not. Maybe that person came. Maybe that's the lion that the zebra was uh, uh, sensing, okay? But it smiled at you, so it dulled your instincts instead of being consciously aware of what's going on, okay? And we step into those relationships. We might talk to them on the phone or email them or even go out or whatever. But if we would have paid attention to our first instincts that weren't dulled, if we if we're sharpened our instincts, just like a zebra, we wouldn't have allowed that lion in, <laughs> you know. And we have. We've all done it. We've all done it. I, I've done it, definitely. And there's been times I knew that I needed to close the door. But then there was, they would still be knocking. So, and I was like, hmm, because there was something that wasn't finished, okay. So we have to be bitten by the lion a few times sometimes or eaten up by the lion. And that we don't want to do. So learn to sharpen your instincts and trust your instincts. 
because we are always looking for something outside of us to trust. But the animals, they trust their instincts. They trust what they know. They can relax. They can connect to life. They can just be with life. But if there's a sign of danger, they're the first ones to go. They're, they're on the run. They, they move. They pay attention. They hide out. They go where they, they know that they're safe. But we don't. We open the door. Say, oh, come on in, lion. <laughs> and I have done it. I'm not telling you anything that I have not done, but it's learning to sharpen those instincts and to be with those what you know. Trust in your own instincts. Trust in having faith where you clean out and you, you're, you're letting go of the worry. You know, when we see things, we don't pay attention to them enough, not like the animals do, you know. Yeah, so there's, there are animals out there that uh, are being bu- abused. Absolutely there are. Every day. We see it on Facebook all the time. We see it on television. Why is the awareness becoming more and more on the animals? Because what's happening is there's so many energies that's happening in our world right now and that... Um, this energy is bringing up some dark spots, some dark things that are stuck in down in the dungeons of people. And these things have to be cleared out of these people. And these people don't know how to handle it. They're not given the tools. They're not connecting with their breath. They're not stopping themselves. They're, pu- they're constantly pushing, 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 pushing. They're still working really, really hard on a lot of things. And so these these things are coming up and it's causing abuse on the animals because why? The, the animals are they're enlightened beings. They're, they're enlightened already. And people will lash out on things that are of light. The darkness light that's inside of people. They don't know why. Sometimes these people have to do things and they don't understand why, why it's happening to them. Why is this happening again? Why, and Dr. Michael Rice talks about this. Why is this happening again? That's the name of his book. But these things are happening to people, and they don't know why. They have no understanding because they have no what knowledge. They have no wisdom of it. They're, they're still living in what state, which is this word. I, I never use this word. In the last few months, this word has been coming up and up and up for me, and not just for me, but I've heard so many people talk about this word, mention this word, and it was like, wow, hmm. very interesting that this, I have been hearing this word for, and I've been seeing what's going on, and the word is ignorance, ignorance, and it takes me back to, uh, 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 I even t- went back to the movie, uh, The Christmas Carol, where um, the, uh, what is it, the ghost, the ghost of now, present, the present, the ghost of the present, who was a king, and uh, he had all these riches and all these uh, luxury life and, you know, uh, all this stuff. And he, at the very end, when he was talking to Scrooge, he opened up his, his cape or his uh, robe and he, he showed three little children. And I don't remember what the two of them are, but one of them was ignorance. And that's where our world is right now. There's lots of ignorance that's happening. And what it is is because they have no knowledge. They have, they're still in the dark with everything. And until we can bring the light, and so a lot of the animals are being abused, but we are here to help what protect them, and more and more people are becoming aware of this, and they are protecting the animals and so this is where we we there's a lot of ignorance going on, lots of it going on around us, and are we supposed to say oh you're not you're, we're supposed to see the good, we're supposed to see the light well that is part of ignorance too. When you turn your back, you may not, you may see it, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it inside of you and you have to worry about it and you have to give it power. No, we can see these things, but it doesn't mean that we are actually, um, that we actually have to give it power. We can see it, but we, we move on for it. We don't give it the power that it, of this ignorance. We, we have to bring in more light within ourselves. So it doesn't get get us into the 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 worry state or the fear state or any of these things. We bring in more light. And how do you do that? How do you bring in more light? Well, you connect with your breath. You connect with your breath. You can is connecting to source. And you ask ask to bring in more light. 
bring in this light, fill you with light. You know, wherever you're feeling those, that fear, you know, if you see the abuse of the animals on Facebook and it starts really bothering you, how do you disempower it? By bringing in more light with yourself, bringing in more light. I, right now, my job is I, I stopped working with people a few years ago and I started working with the animals. I do I do doggy and kitty sitting. I'm kind of like guardian for the animals. And these aren't just dogs and cats. These are people's babies. And more and more people are being more consciously aware of the four-legged, our four-legged little children, and uh, even the birds. You know, our feathered friends and and the dolphins and stuff. There's more and more that we are people are bringing the awareness of to stop some of this ignorance that has been going on in our world for how long? A long time. We can see it and we don't ignore it. And we, if we have the ability to do something about it, we do. But if we can't do something physically about it, we can still do, we can still uh, do, do something or be with this by not allowing this ignorance to to overpower us by getting angry. So if if you see these things and it angers you and you really, your hands are tied, you can't really uh, change the situation, you can change it by changing what's inside of you by bringing in more light because the least, less power that these things have, then they will, that's when it goes away. That's when things stop because the more and more we bring in the light and let's say you see, um, are you here, you know, uh, maybe on Facebook or because are you see something that uh, uh, in your neighborhood or something that, that you don't have the power to, to really go and change, but and it angers you and it upsets you, you can change it and you can disempower these things by bringing in the light and, and having that light come with inside of you to release that anger from you, to release that worry, to release that guilt, to release whatever it is that's going on that's holding on inside of you. Because that is what our job is, is to clean these kind of things out. And the more and more we disempower these things, it will stop because we're going to releasing the ignorance of it. Okay, now is that for everybody? We have no control over all these people. We have no control. We only have control of ourselves. Now, if you have the ability to go up and change something, then you do so. Let me just, let me talk about what's go, what happened a few, uh, that I was dealing with a few, uh, month, a month ago or so. Um, I, like I said, in the neighborhood that I live in, I take care of a lot of people's, um, four-legged animals, they're babies. That's my job as I'm the guardian of animals around here. And the building I live in, there is a lot, there was a, two houses that they had bigger dogs and they were letting them off leashes running loose. Now, all, a lot of these little babies around in this area are little ones, small ones. And everybody keeps their animals on leash because that's the rule to, to, you know, that we all have to live by. But they were allowing their dogs to run off leash. And so then one people uh, had a friend that would bring a pit bull over. Now, I know pit bulls have had bad raps and, and they're bringing more awareness to say, you know, they're good dogs, which you know, they are. But they have a tendency to be an attack dog, okay? And it depends on who the owners are. Well, they were letting the dog run off leash. All these other people were coming to me and they were complaining because I lived in the building. And I said something to the people and they said, oh, I don't care what other people say. No one's going to tell me what to do. Okay? Ignorance. Okay? And the building manager didn't care. And so my hands were tied. I, I, I was trying to talk to the and all the neighbors were complaining to me because I live here. And I was like, wait a minute. So I finally said to them, my hands are tied. I've spoke to them. They're not doing anything about this because it's not fair to animals. All animals are one thing first. They are animals. They, be, they can be kind. I have a pug, and he's so laid back. He's the sweetest dog. But I'll tell you what, if something triggers him, he's upset. 
And when you have all these other little dogs that are on leashes and you have these bigger dogs that are running their long rounds and a pit bull that's not on a leash, there's triggers going to happen. And so I finally told the people in the neighborhood, I said, look, I need help because I'm powerless over this. I, there's nothing I can do but go within and change this within myself for it not to bother me, to not overtake me, put it that way. And I, you know, I've spoke to these people. They're being very ignorant about it, not seeing the problems, and said, you guys need to help do this. So I couldn't really do anything far as on the physical, so they did. They took it in their own hands. They went to the commissioner. They, the commissioner then went and went into uh, uh, um, um, code enforcement and started, they started a procedure of warning these people. Well, guess what? It didn't stop. They warned them, but they still continued, and it continued. And so these people were becoming very upset, and the, the neighborhood people, because the people were continuing to be, what, ignorant about what's going on here. And so, like I said, I just kept going within, clearing up, asking for guidance, asking for help. And so the help was happening on the outside. The people in the neighborhood, they rallied around, and it took a month or so before these people finally put their dogs on leashes. The pit bull that didn't live here that was only visiting running loose, in fact, these people had left their door open a couple of times because they were outside partying, and the dogs were running the neighborhood. They got loose. They couldn't even find the dogs. You don't have loose dogs running the neighborhood, especially on a busy street. If you love an animal... You don't. You take care of them. You don't leave your house unlocked, your doors wide open. Because I live on a very, very busy street, and there's times that people don't even stop for, for pedestrians, and these dogs run loose. That's not taking care of your animal, okay? Many times, another little dog, they, they did, they, they went to work, left the door op- wide open. She was out running the parking lot. I happened to see her, put my dog in the house, and took her in and closed the door, you know, ignorance, okay? So we have to go within ourselves to disempower these things within, our, within us because we're seeing it. These people don't understand what they're doing. These are just some examples. Weren't this? So for me, I, my hands were tied on the physical. I really couldn't do anything I, and except for speak to, you know, the people that were complaining to me, I had to tell them, look, then do something. You have the power to do it. I didn't, except for go inside myself and release these things within me. And that's what you have to do. Even though we see these things and we, we, there's nothing we can do, we can. We go within ourselves. We can keep on doing the inner cleaning. We do the inner cleaning of getting rid of this ignorance within ourselves. We get, we see it, but we don't give it the power anymore. That's the thing that I'm, the point here is we can see these things happening. We can see the abuse, but when we release it within ourselves and do the inner cleaning, we don't give it power. And the more and more we release and stop giving these things power is when things will change and stop. Guess what? There's no more, all the dogs are on leashes now. Pitbull is not in the area anymore. He went back home to where he lives. You know, what happens over there isn't, there's nothing I can do about that. But uh, my concern was in this area, my area, my little dog, because my little dog had been attacked by Pitbull in Texas twice from a dog coming out of absolutely nowhere that was off leash. So, yeah, there were things inside of me, too, that I had to clean out because of this, of what had happened in the past. So I had to go within myself and clear this out. And so that's what we all have to do. The more and more we go with inside ourselves and clean these things out, we disempower things, go away. Because if you're on the path of spirituality to enlightenment to your higher self, whatever words you choose to call it, you're going to have these things come up. And the, when we, you may say, well, you know what, I did the cleaning on this. And, all of a sudden, it came up again. Look at once because it's still you got. All of a sudden, there's some dust bunnies. There's some there's some cobwebs still that needed to be cleaned out, just like this pit bull. Those things they had to be cleaned out, and so we disempower them within ourselves. And all these things that are bothering you, 
that you're working so hard with, if you're working too hard, guess what? Step back. It's not meant to be. Step back. Pay attention to the animals and disempower things that's inside of you. You know, there's many times that I was like, wow, why is this still happening? Why is this happening again? Because it's still, there's still some dust in there. There's still some dirt in there that needs to be cleaned out. And we have a lot of it. We have been, these, we're cleaning out things that have been going on since time began. Since time began. I'm not even going to say generations or Buddha or Jesus' time or any of these others. Since time began, we're cleaning out things since the beginning of time. When time started. See, there really is no time, but we set a time. When time, we set time. And ever since time started, guess what? We've got to clean this stuff. And the more and more we just empower things and it has no control over us anymore, that's when you're free. And isn't that what we're all seeking is true freedom? Not not the freedom of what our society tells us, but real freedom. And all these things that are happening outside our world that's happening, that's going on strong, you know, getting uh, marijuana um, legalized, you know, people don't realize that's that's carrying holes in your, in your etheric body, in your in your energy field. Okay, it may sound great, and may they tell you, oh, it's medical, it's this. No, all anything that's inside of you can be healed by what your own self, by the presence of nothing outside of yourself. Just like me doing a cleanse and struggling with it this past week, and I realized, what am I doing? Well, you know what? You can clean out the toxins yourself by what making the decision to clean them out, releasing the toxins, and the toxins, all these different things that have been since time began that I'm releasing, and many, many of us are as well. We may be sitting back, you know, one time someone said, you don't do anything but just lay around and sit around. Really? <laughs> if you only knew how, what I am doing, what I am being, what I am becoming, I am becoming free, free within myself, freeing myself from all these different toxins, freeing myself from all these different prisons, freeing myself from all these different things that have been attached itself to me from this lifetime to since time began. And that's what all of us are doing. And it just depends on where you're at and what you're doing. You maybe just weren't dealing with the things that are in front of you. But if you learn to connect with your breath, that is connecting with your source taking that deep breath and making that connection. The answers will come to you. The right path will be shown to you. The light will become more brighter. And all these different things will just fade away. You, we disempower them. Anything that's, ha- that's bothering you inside, we have to disempower it. And what? And when we disempower things, what do we do? We step more into our own power. And that is a challenge in a, a, for a lot of people. A lot of people are afraid to be powerful. I know when I first started this journey, I was because I saw how people were, were uh, misusing their power. And I was afraid. I was scared that I would do that. But I didn't. The answer I got was because I had a pure heart. My heart was pure. That was the the beauty of it. So then it, it then it helped me to step forward and step more into my power. And we all have this power and it's, you know, how are you going to use it? And it isn't being misused, yes. And we see it, we don't ignore it, we see it, but we don't let it have power over us. We continue to step free from this. And the more you... You're going to step free. You're going to see. You're going to feel the chains being released. You're going to feel. I don't even. I'm lost for words <laughs> because there is no words. There is no words for the true free, feeling of freedom. You can't. Sometimes these feelings you can't put into words, especially when they're unknown feelings, because that's what it is. See, we can put words to anger. We can put words to hate. We can put words to sadness. We can put words to guilt. Why? Because those are words that are known. Those are feelings that are known. When how many people actually know what true bliss is? Not many that we have a word for it, but how many really know it? But to, and some of these were these feelings that we 
that will happen for you, they, there is no words for them because not many people have ever experienced them, so we have not come up with words for them. And the ones that do know these feelings, they'll tell you there's no words because we've not come up with one and there's no words to be able to describe it or words that we even want to try to describe it because we we end up putting it into a, a, a box and some of these feelings you cannot put in a box. You just have to feel them and experience them. So that's it for our show today. And uh, I pray that you will connect and maybe some of these things that uh, we shared with you today that you will help give you some guidance. And know that if you're still working hard on something and the doors aren't open, step back. Take a step back and relax and breathe and be like the animals. Pay attention and, and really learn to tune into your own truth your own world because the world outside of there is going to show you different things and these are things that we are going to clean out inside of us and disempower them. So many blessings to all of you and I will be back next Friday. Um, Dr. Michael Rice will be with you later on today at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and next week as well. And Diane Bachberger will be with you again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. with uh, Fifth Dimensional Living. So tune in because you never know what one little thing that may be shared with you may just send you completely leaps and bounds forward on your and on your journey. Seems to have a magnificent weekend, and I will see you next week. Thank you for joining us here at Earth Angel Radio for another show of self-discovery. Please tune in again every Wednesday evening and Friday at noon Mountain Standard Time. For more information on Carol, please visit www.carolguy.com. May your hearts be blessed with divine love.